Welcome to St. Corey Christian Center and our most recent podcast as we go through the book of Ephesians chapter by chapter and verse by verse as we learn what it means to be equipped. God bless you and have a wonderful day. We're going to go to Colossians. I was doing devotions a few mornings ago and this scripture popped out at me. You ever have a scripture that you read 101 times and this one just popped out you and hit it upside the head like a hammer? Yeah, that's what happened. And um, once we read it, you're like, oh, yeah, I saw this on your Facebook, or oh, yeah, I read this before, and I've got it underlined in my Bible, or whatever. And um, but have, you, have you ever considered the word let? Let. You can let a lot of stuff happen, can't you? I, I've had even, I remember when Chrissy was younger, not now, she's older, but when she was younger, she would declare this was going to happen. I'd say, I'm not letting that happen. So here we go. You ready? Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you poorly. Oh, I read the wrong word. <laughs> Let the word of God dwell in you richly in all wisdom and teaching and admonition one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace and other interpretation, put gratitude in your hearts to the Lord. Let. I'm going to let God have his way. How's that sound? Father, thank you for your word that's forever settled in heaven. Thank you for your anointing that rests upon your word. Now we need that anointing on your servant. Open up our hearts to hear. Minds to receive, Father. Challenge us, grow us, convict us, move us forward, and you grow us closer together as a church family as we impact this region for the name of Jesus Christ. And everyone said, I wrote this down this week when I was considering this word let. What you let, you get. What you let, you get. For example, if I let myself go 140 miles down the four lane, not that I would do that. If I let myself go 140 kilometers down the highway, some of you looking at me like, confess your sins one to another. If I let that happen, I will get a speeding ticket. The scripture has a lot to say about the word let, Galatians 6 and 7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever one sows that he will also reap. I remember one preacher put it this way. What you sow, you reap. And what you reap, you eat. What you let in, you know, went way back in, remember the Commodore 64 days and the old, okay, some of you old, old, old people are shaking your heads. Amen, brother. Uh, it, one of the first classes in, in technology was data in, data out. Well, the computer systems never come up with that. IBM and Apple never come up with that algorithm. That started way back in Bible times that what a man sows, you will, what you let, you get. And if you let in junk, you will spit out. If you let in negativity, you will speak. But if you let in joy, you will speak. Amen. If you, if you let in peace, you will let out. Oh, you guys are good. I don't have to preach this anymore. Luke 6 and 38. 
give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. It will be put into your lap for with the measure you use it, it will be measured back to you. Wow. Now, I, I've, I've explained this context a number of times, but it bears repeating that if you go through a study of Luke chapter 6, what he's actually talking about there is forgiveness. Now, that same principle can be applied in every area of our lives, but when I, when I have been given such forgiveness, when I've been given such authority and such power, and when I'm let into my life that kind of realm, and I see that it has been given to you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, it will be put into your lap for this measure you will use. It will be measured back to you. The fact that as much as God gave you whatever God gave you, you can't dish it out fast enough. You with me? God poured on because I'm, I'm just a river. I'm not a reservoir. Whatever you give him, hand it on. Because I don't, God's math is so unique. It's so different than anything other you could ever exceed, even explain. Because when he gives out five loaves and two fishes to 20,000 people and he's got 12 baskets left over, that's crazy math. And the good news is, is that you and I can live our lives in that realm full time. What I let in, I will get. So what I let I what I let in, I will get. So if I'm considering in my thinking that you know what, I'm gonna let in a purpose in my heart that I'm a forgiver, then I will get forgiveness. Proverbs eleven twenty five. Whoever brings blessing will be enriched, and one who waters will himself be watered. What I let, I get. I, I remember on the farm many times that there was a seed called a mustard seed. It was not a good thing. It was actually a bad thing. It was a very, very tall root. And if you let that grow in the wheat fields, the roots were so thick and so deep. And I was only a little guy, maybe about that high walking in these fields, and I'd have to pull that up by its root. And if I didn't get the full root, if I just cut the plant but not the root, what would happen is that wheat that, that mustard root would get in and suffocate the good wheat. So if we let in those weeds, we got weeds. We got a really, really poor harvest. But if we pulled out that said, I'm not letting that in this field because I want a crop. I want a profitable crop. I don't want that dying things out. I don't want those suffocating things out. So I'm not letting that in my harvest. You with me so far? There's times that God has to just simply say what you let, you get. There's another, another proverb that says, is it like this? It's like a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands. And what happens? Poverty creeps in like a thief in the night. I, I, I got to remind myself, and we all do mostly in these crazy times that we're in right now, what we let, we get. And I realized, hey, you know what, we're all flesh. There's, there's memes that were flying across my Facebook yesterday. They're so funny, I couldn't help but share it. I'm not going to share them right now, but just use your imagination just for a few moments about your turkey dinner thingy, right? But the reality is this, is that despite all of the stuff that's going on in this earth, I will not let the negativity get in my head, in my heart, and my mind. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. Amen? 
You say, Jody, but why? I'll tell you why. Revelation 21 tells us very quickly, don't focus on dead things. Heaven and earth will pass away. I'm not focusing on something that has a deadline. I'm not focused on something that has a termination date. So I will focus on things that says, you know what, that is eternal. What's eternal? Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word will not pass away. I focus on that. That's going to keep me going forever and ever and ever. Amen. So I will not let that. And people say to me all the time, and I'm sure they do to you. Maybe they do to you as well. Say, don't you get frustrated? Maybe a little bit, but at the end of the day, there's no devil in hell going to take my joy. Then this word popped in and says, let not. Let not. John 14 says it this way. Let not your hearts be troubled. Whoa. Let not your hearts be troubled. How come I can't let my heart be troubled? Jesus said it, so I got to repeat it. It's in the red. Let not your heart be troubled. How do I not get troubled in these closing crazy days of times? Why? I believe in God. If you're finding yourself getting in trouble, just believe God. So you turn on the news tomorrow morning or you get an email from your employer, something's going on crazy that really gets you in trouble. Say, no, sir, I will not let myself be troubled. I believe God. Sometimes you got to pray your way into that. Sometimes you got to talk yourself into that. But I believe God. I believe God. He'll take me through this. I believe God. He's the author and the finisher of my faith. I believe God. He's my supplier. I believe God. He's the El Shaddai. I believe God. He's got his thumb on this. I believe God. He's going to take us through this. I believe God. He's going to be my healer, my provider. He's going to get us through this racket, and we're going to be the better for it. I will not let my heart be troubled. I won't let it be consumed. I believe God. Praise be to the Lamb of God. And guess what? He's not troubled either. He says, in my Father's house are what? Many mansions. Well, people down here are building kingdoms and building fits and building worries. He's a hammering away. What's he doing? If it wasn't so, I would have told you that I'd go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and I'll take you to myself. And that where I am, you may be also. That's our hope, church. So I will not let myself be troubled. No, I understand. I try not to be so heavenly minded. I'm no earthly good. But some days, some people may feel that way. But I don't want to, I don't want to be so earthly minded. I'm no heavenly good. You with me? My prayer for all of us is that when you wake up and your boots hit the ground Monday morning, heaven's clapping and hell's worrying. When we come to church and start praising God, and the worship was good this morning, could feel it in the room. I'm glad because, you know what, there's churches that are going on right now, and I'm not being judgmental, I'm just calling it the way it is, that hell really doesn't care because it has no effect. The Bible even says that there's people that will gather together and sing and preach, but they deny the power thereof. I want to be in a church that has power, that dunamis, Holy Spirit power, that wall-breaking power, that chain-breaking power, that soul-saving power. That is what we need. Let not your heart be troubled. Woo. Let not. 
Matthew 24 and 6, Jesus already gave us the weather forecast. We didn't need to catch this on Fox or CNN or, or Charlotte County News. Matthew 24 and 6 says it. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not alarmed. For this must take place, but the end is not yet. This stuff will go on. Don't let this stuff shock you. Realize it's going to happen. And I've got an update for you. You ready? It's probably going to get a little bit crazier. Glory. God's greater. He'll pull us out of this racket. I'd be honest with you, I'm still having fun. I know you, some of you could throw a brick at me. I know you could, but I'm still having fun. I'm still loving life. I haven't lost my zippity zap. Probably got more zippity zap now than I ever had zippity zap. Why? The joy of the Lord is my strength. I will not let my heart get troubled. There's just some things I will not let in my head. So, folks, I say this let God. Let God. Go back to the text, Colossians 3 and 16. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. Now, if I said, man, you're wealthy, you got a lot of money, right? You just automatically assume there's a lot of money in your bank account or your RSPs or your holdings or whatever it is you have. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. That doesn't mean just a little bit, does it? When the word of God dwells in you richly, That means this is that, you know what? I don't care what this world tries to take away. They can't take away this. When the spirit of the age tries to take away the joy, I am rich. I'm wealthy. I'm filthy rich. I'm so rich in the word of God, and I'll walk, and I'll roll in wisdom and teaching and admonition. You know what I'm going to do? Well, you come grabbing to me, I'm going to throw at you a good old song. That's what the word says. You don't like that? I got an old hymn right here. I'll pull a no hymn. And spiritual songs. That must be for the charismatics. <laughs> Just kidding. Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. My heavens, there's a lot to be said about the let the word of Christ dwell in you filthy rich. Because guess what? When I'm rich in God's word, I've got all kinds to give away in love and admonition and teaching. I'll give the word of God in a song. I'll give the word of God in a hymn. I'll give it in spiritual songs. But I'm going to give it with grace. I'm going to give it with grace. Who here has given a word in grace before? Who has ever given a word in grit? Well, the Bible says. That's grit. Grace says, well, here's what I found the word of God does for me. You know, if I found this is what the word of God does for me, I'm pretty sure of knowing that God is not a respecter of person, so do it for you too. And he'll pick you up, and he'll carry you, and he'll love you, and he'll support you, and he'll take care of your needs. Every one of them, that's grace. You know what? There's an old song we used to sing one time. You've been to share that. Why? Because the word of God is just in you so rich. Psalms 150 and 6. What's it say? Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. 
praise the Lord. The old King James brother McKeem say, praise ye the Lord. Let God. You know, in this day that we're living in, we're finding ourselves in more situations where we just got to say, let God. He'll put us in that corner because we've worked on our own devices for so long. We've depended on our stuff for so long. There's going to come a time, and that time is now, where we just got to say, let God. Do I understand it? I don't know, but I'll let God. I'm sure Noah felt a little foolish, but he didn't spend 120 years explaining his position. He just followed a promise. He followed a word. He was rich in God's word. He didn't try to defend everything there was to defend. He just said, I'm building a boat because I got a word from God, and I'm moving forward, and me and my household, we're going in that boat. God's going to shut the door. Rain's coming. I know we never saw it before like this, but God said it. I believe it. So I'll let God. Jody, how could you fill arenas? How could you fill schools? And how could you do all this in these crazy times? God's setting it up like never before to do it. We think Y2K was a wake-up call. That was just a little bit of corn, bread, and beans on the scope of eternity. God's going to wake up this region of Charlotte County, and he's going to wake us up, church first, street second, and they're going to say, I need a God. The very soul, the very seed within them is going to cry out, say, oh, let God be God. Psalms 57 and 5, be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Next time, next time someone just tells you off, just walk away and say, oh, God, be exalted above the earth. Next time you get that newscast that just, and you'll get it, I guarantee you. God, guess what? You're exalted above it all. Psalms 121 and 3, because you let God, he will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Whew. Remember when you was watching your youngster learning to walk, and they get a teeter-tottering, and you just took your eyes off them for just for a millisecond? Well, I did anyway because I got squirrel mentality. I just take my eyes off Chrissy or Kyla for two minutes. There on the floor they go. You'll be all right, dear. Rub their head. You'll be all right, dear. You'll be over that. But I took my eye off them. And they slumbered. They slipped. Guess what? God, thank God he doesn't have squirrel mentality. He's watching over us so intently. Not only does he know the very thoughts and the intents of our heart, he's got the very hairs of your head numbered. Just the fact that he knows what's going on. I won't let my, my foot slip. So, 1 John 4 and 7, dear friends, let us love one another. For love comes from God. And everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. And I want to preface that because that sounds really good and greasy, doesn't it? That word love there is agape love, not filio. Now let's read it. Dear friends, let us unconditionally without strings, no past holding against you. 
No ladder left to climb. No hierarchy left to rumble over. Let us love in that realm one another. Now it takes on a different meaning, doesn't it? For unconditional, forgiving, no strings attached love comes from God. Church, I'll tell you what we need to let in our rooms and what we need to let in our minds and what we need to let in our buildings and what we need to let in our youth groups and what we need to let in our Sunday school and our worship services and our prayer services and our homes and our workplaces. Dear friends, we need the love of God. The Bible says to you and I that in these closing days, brother will turn against brothers. Anyone seen that right now? Here's what I say in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't let it. Don't let it. Don't let it. For love comes from God. Here's the best thing we could ever do is I'm just about ready to land this plane. Is during these crazy moments when we're hearing wars and rumors of wars. And let's face it. You turn on the news. And just, little, just a, little, a little bit of common sense filtered through your mind. Just a little bit. And see some of the stuff that's being normal. And you're like, huh? Through all this, understand, I get it. There's a spirit of the age that's trying to let itself be normal. The word was framed, the new normal. I guess Proverbs says it this way, there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing new under the sun. But through all this chaotic craziness or whatever you want to call it, when this is all said and done, And we're over on the other side. They're going to talk about a massive awakening in Charlotte County. Of the love of God that flowed across this region. I was talking to someone this morning. They went to a hospital. This happened last night, 2 o'clock in the morning. Went to the hospital because they needed real help and couldn't get it. But i tell you who is a great physician. Let God be the divine physician. Let God be the healer. He can wipe out cancer. He can wipe out COVID and the fear of it. And shut it down. He'll do whatever he needs to do. To get the masses to his name and his name's sake. When this is all said and done. They talk about this massive flood and awakening of love where they see people despite the craziness going on. We beat the odds. But you know what? In this household of faith, it wasn't brother against brother. It's brother for brother. Amen. It's sister for sister. It's family for family. Amen? I'll take it a step further. Whatever decision you make with the vaccinations and all that stuff, if you make it, fine. If you don't make it, fine. That's not my business, and it's not our business to judge one another either. Right. 
What is our business is brother and sister love one another. For it's of God. It's of God. It's of God. Here's what I'm letting in. I'm letting in a little praise. I'm letting in a little shout. I'm letting in a load of glory because heaven and earth are going to pass away. I'm not focusing on things with the termination date. Not going to happen. Why you get all doomy and gloomy some days? Sit back and say, well, I'm going to think about that house he's building for me up there. Wonder's going to put a hot tub in there for us, Carlos. Oh, two. Yeah, two. Basketball court. Tennis court. I'm just carrying on what I'm saying is, you know what? He's up there building it. He's pretty happy at building it because he can hardly wait for the day to come back. How do you know? Because when he was on the cross, he looked down for the joy that was set before him. How could you have joy while nails are going through you and you're being spit upon and whipped upon and lied to and made fun of because he looked down in faith at the thousands and the millions that would come to him and his name's sake and repentance of sins and receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit and being baptized in his lovely name and walking a life that's worthy of the call. Why could he do that with such joy? Because he knew, he knew, he knew, he knew. They looked down on the likes of us through the chamber of time said, guess what? I'm working on a building. Church, what I say today is this. Let the Word of God dwell in you richly. Thanks for tuning into our podcast today. We pray that you've been equipped and encouraged. Continue to follow us on sccc.online and there will be resources and tools available to you. And reach out to us at any time if we can help. Have an amazing day.